Hey, hey guys, it's Wednesday night, episode two, Red Zone Podcast. Bobby couldn't be with us tonight, so stepping in to co-host my very special guest, Ray Bailey. Ray, how you doing? Hola, hola, you go. Yeah, just to note, uh, anytime one of us can't be here, Bobby may do this sometimes without me. I may have to do it sometimes without him. If any of you guys are interested in coming on, being a special guest, hosting an episode, just let me know. And we'll help you get everything set up, tell you what what app you need to download, and all that good stuff. Uh, That being said, we had a good week one. I think we're still waiting on one game to be played. uh, But I appreciate all you guys still being very active and very much interested in Red Zone Season 5. Real quick, I asked today if anybody had any ideas, anything they wanted to talk about. Uh, all All you guys commented on there. I appreciate those gave us several ideas uh and ray i know you're just jumping in here with me tonight and you've not really had time to prepare but i just wanted to go over real quickly uh a couple of the notable rookies from week one and their performances um i don't know if you've got anything in front of you but i've got some stuff with me and uh i'll give you time to uh to maybe look some stuff up but i just want to mention first of all um Justin Lowry, uh, our Lions owner, he had a heck of a game this week with his rookie quarterback, uh, Wesley McBriar. Uh, rookie out of Florida State, 301 yards, three touchdowns. I don't know who Justin played. I'm not even sure if he won, but that was a – Yeah, he played, Bobby. He um, actually lost by um, a few points. Okay. Bobby pulling out the win, but that's still a pretty good opening game for a rookie quarterback in red zone. And uh, I don't think we've seen Justin's full potential yet. I don't, I don't think we've uh, really seen what all he can do uh, with the sticks. So I'm anxious to see what kind of season he's got ahead of him this year. Yeah, I played him last season, and um, we kind of had a back and forth uh, game. And you know, in uh, Ray Bailey fashion, um, I let it go in the fourth quarter. Uh, but he's a pretty, um, a pretty um, efficient passer. I mean, you know, he takes advantage of a lot of uh, in routes, you know, and um, he, he finds the seams uh, when he needs to. And as you can see, um, he was 23 of 28. And, you know, against Bobby, I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, 82%, uh, no interceptions, three touchdowns. You know, he, I can only see um, things looking up for him in the NFC North. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Bobby's a good opponent. Uh, Bobby's always been a real tough opponent. And uh, anytime you can put up 300 yards in the air against Bobby's defense, you're doing pretty good. And I think, uh, you know, Justin's in a pretty pretty good division to be able to step in there and make a little noise. He's uh, he's in there with Jason and a uh, newcomer to the league, Mark, and uh, J.J. Uh, Wilkinson, who's been pretty quiet this Madden, but always been one of our better competitors, one of the guys that usually makes deep runs in the playoffs. So. Can't sleep on J.J., but I, I think Justin uh, may make a pretty good run this year. This may be his year to uh, step in and win that division. Yeah, I, I agree. He's a um, solid player, but I'm kind of going to kind of roll with the uh, track record of J.J., and I don't think he's going to give it up, you know, without a fight. So um, I expect him to, you know, kind of stay on top of it. Yeah, J.J.'s tough, man, and that's uh, for a long time his Packers have, 
kind of held that division down. So I'm anxious to see how that plays out. Um, also, just still staying on track with the with the rookies this week. Uh, Zach with the Diablos, he had another rookie quarterback that had a pretty good game, 298 yards passing and a touchdown. Um, I, I noticed Ray that you had a receiver with seven catches, 244 yards and three touchdowns. So that's a pretty good game for your first game in the league. And uh, who did yeah. you play this week? Um, I ended up playing. I want to say Jimmy. No, you Jacob. You played Jacob with the Titans. Jacob. Okay, yeah, Jacob, uh, the new owner of the uh, Titans. Yeah, Jacob moved over to the Titans. He's got big shoes to fill since uh, since our friend Rodriguez is is bowing out till Madden nineteen. Yeah, it was a um, uh, it was a pretty 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 hard game to uh, to come up with, but you know. Um, Back and forth, uh, I, I pretty much think it's going to be similar to um, to uh, Rodriguez. Um, probably a little bit more competitive with all of the um, competitors in um, our division, but I think it's pretty much in the air. I, I think it can go anyway uh, with uh, me, with uh, Nick, and you know, um, uh, I'm 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 not so sure of uh of Brandon. You know he's kind of iffy, but I mean anyone can honestly take the division. So it, it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. You guys got a pretty tough division, and it's a it's one thing about Red Zone this year that I'm really excited about. And you know, like I said, here we we're still in still going. We're in season five now, and it's uh you know our 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 interest in the league is still high. We've still got 32 users in here. Still got a lot of guys wanting to play games, chomping at the bit when it's advanced time. And I appreciate that because we we come from days when you play three seasons and everybody's burned out and, and nobody wants to play anymore. So I, I'm I'm really appreciative of, of the guys we have in the league and, and the competition that we have nowadays. That that's what we that's what we always wanted. I I agree as well. And I mean if you look at it, we're what one day into the advance and you know, um Basically, all almost all the games have been played. So, you know, guys are excited to play. They they want to test out their rookies. They want to test out their playbooks. You know, they want to get the rivalries on. You know, we have Nate and Bobby, you know, as, as a rivalry. We have um, Dylan and Dalton, you know, their rivalry, um, as well as your rivalry with Dalton. You know, so so guys are just ready to play. I mean, me and uh, Nick, you know, we, we've developed um, a rivalry where he's um, – Unfortunately, um, gotten the better of me, but uh, this season, um, as a matter of fact, next week, um, I, I look to change that. You know, I look to start the season off two and Absolutely, I, I look for that game to be a pretty big one. Um, even early, early in the season, you know, week two, pretty good, pretty big game for both of you guys. So, I look for that one to set the pace on your all season. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, just to mention a couple other guys. Um, like I said, you had a you had a wide receiver, uh, Kadarius Moore, I think is his name. Um, yeah, rookie out of Miami, uh, playing with the Eagles now, and Cam uh, Travion Verner. He also had six catches, two hundred twenty-three yards, and four touchdowns. So I imagine he's probably leading the league in touchdowns right now, for receiving. And um, a lot of people don't know Cam. He's a uh, it's kind of funny to call him a vet because he's the youngest member of the league, but Cam's played with us before, uh, and he had to he had to cut his teeth on some terrible losses back in the day. 
But uh, I'm I'm excited to have Cameron in the league, and uh, I think he's going to make a splash with the Eagles. Man, people don't know what they're about to get their hands on with him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I look at the game. Um, I was actually in the party with him and uh, Root uh, when they were playing. And, you know, I saw senses of um, frustration um, from his end. But, you know, he kind of kept it together. And, you know, he was able to pull out um, a win. You know, uh, hopefully, um, you know, uh, Root will be able to compete in the NFC South, you know, which is uh, pretty – Pretty uh, competitive, you know, the last two years, I think they've put in three guys uh, into the playoffs. So, you know, um, he, he's getting his uh, training in, you know, and um, he'll uh, he'll hopefully be able to compete this season. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, speaking on that, uh, again, that, that division down there uh, with, with Root is, is pretty – it's pretty stout, man. Uh, you know, Ronnie and, and Karad and – um, Steven and Rude, you, you've got a whole bunch of Super Bowl guys um, and, and a whole bunch of talent down there. So, you know, I, I think uh, if Root can hang on, uh, he may he may be able to make some waves this year. I know Ronnie took a big injury, and it's going to hurt him. But we'll we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. We'll get in the division predictions uh, and, and and one more one more little note just before we move on. Still talking on the rookies. My rookie strong safety, Deshaun Meyer, two tackles, two interceptions, one for 74 yards and a touchdown. So, he was the only rookie that put up any kind of stats, and he was mine. So, I'm just putting it out there for everybody to know. Yeah, I mean, hey, I was in the party with you um, as well. And, I mean, you kind of seem like you're you're the Ravens of old, you know, where you're going to be one of the top guys to beat and you know the fact that you're getting a rookie to come in and make impact uh first game i mean you know it's it's only to say you know um good things are looking up for the ravens yeah man i'm hoping to get back on track and uh i think in all the years we've been playing i've drafted tons and tons of linebackers i don't know if i've ever drafted a, a safety before especially not in the first round but i really felt like i needed to snag him at that position um so, you know, it, it looks like he's going to be a pretty solid add to my squad right now. I'm, I'm hoping that he can carry on into week two and further, you know, what he was doing in week one. Um, transitioning past that, you know, like I said, we asked some guys today what they would want to talk about uh, on the show, and I asked them to give us some topics. Uh, one of them happened to mention our thoughts on underdogs in the league. Um who would you think, Ray, at this point in time would be the biggest underdog, the biggest the biggest player in the league to overlook right now? Um, I would have to say myself. Myself. I mean, um, of you course know, you would. <laughs> I mean, of this man, I've only made the playoffs uh, one time. You know, uh, that was season two. Um, I got dominated uh, the first season, uh, third season, and, and last season, and you know we're we're here now. You know I feel like I'm um in a comfort level where uh where where I feel like I can I can win my own. Yeah, you know I mean I don't have Rodriguez to deal with anymore. You know he's a solid player. You know, but um like I said, I feel like the division is is up in the air. I, I think I know. Um, what I need to fix to get, you know, the game, you know, 
to to go my way. But if I'm not going to include myself, I'm going to have to say uh, Rob. I think Rob is um he's one of the guys that's probably had the biggest improvement from when he first came in the league to last year, barely missing the playoffs. You know, uh, the NFC. Uh, North, you know, I think you put in um, – did you put in two or three teams in the playoffs? I want to say – I am going to say two. Okay, yeah, you put in uh, two, but basically the only way for us to make the playoffs was to, you know, get some wins, um, you know, get some conference – not conference, but get some divisional wins in. But um, I, I think he'll make an impact. You know, he's uh, – his team is, is pretty solid. He had a nice convincing win – um, over Brandon, um, so you know I feel like he's the he's the one to watch. Yeah, and and I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say, uh, for me, probably the biggest underdog, uh, and and the easiest guy for for people to overlook is uh is my old boy Hemi Jacob, uh, who's moved over this season to take over the Titans. Now, he's kind of jumped around us a little bit. Uh, he started out the first couple seasons with the uh, the Chicago Bears. And, uh, you know, if, if you know Hemi, and I've known Hemi for a long time, uh, some, of, some of the other guys in the league have known Hemi. Hemi's, Hemi's a bit of a drinker, and uh, he enjoys good cold beer, just like us Kentucky boys do. And uh, he got a little pissed off in a drunken rage one night, I think, and he, uh, he just quit everything he was doing on Madden. He quit like three leagues at one time. So when he tried to come back in – he couldn't come back in as the Bears because he was blacklisted. So Chuck had left, and we let him take over the Browns. And uh, he played with the Browns last season. And needless to say, the Browns were left in shambles. So, you know, he he's kind of taken some shots on the chin. He's not really had dominant teams to play with. The Bears, they're not that good. And the Browns, um, you know, the Browns – Browns are trash, man. It just is what it is. Uh, they've been trash for years. And it's hard to come into a competitive league like Red Zone and play with a team like the Cleveland Browns and, and put up really good numbers. And he was in a tough division. He's he's playing playing in there with, with me and with uh, Dalton, and, and I feel like we're two of the best players in, in the AFC, if not the entire league. And then you've got Phillip, too, who – who is completely capable of beating anybody in this league. So Jacob, Jacob was kind of in between a rock and a hard place. But moving over to the Titans and taking over a team that Rodriguez has clearly built into a powerhouse, I feel like Jacob's going to be the guy that if you overlook him, he's going to punch you in the mouth. And he may put up 10 or 11 wins this season. Yeah, I mean, uh, I caught that kind of first uh, firsthand. I, I don't want to say I overlooked them, but um, I kind of remember where I might have had the uh, upper hand when the Texans met the Bears, and you know, um, I went in the week one, and it was it was a dogfight. I mean, his passing, uh, he passed for a lot of yards. He ran for a lot of yards. Uh, he dominated the time of possession. Uh, first downs, you know, uh, I mean, if you want to just look at the stats, I mean, period, uh, you know, you would have thought he would have won. You know, my defense stepped up um, on key plays well, to get a couple pick sixes. But. Well, let's let's be honest, Ray. I mean, you probably had on some magic shoes before that game. I mean, I, I know the history and some of the other guys know the history. 
you pull out a magic trick every once in a while, and I you might have had on the magical Nikes to play Jacob in week one. I'm not sure. So, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the jury's still out on that one right now. But, you know, I've played with, with Hemi for many, many years. And, dude, Hemi used to put his hands on me. Like, we played NCAA football religiously together and i think our lifetime record against one another is like 700 to two and i'm the two because he just used to beat on me so i know what him he's capable of and i think he's probably gonna show out this season so him you're my underdog don't let me down dude let him down (laughs) you wouldn't want him to let me down Uh, (laughs) moving along man um Division predictions, and we'll go through this one pretty quickly because we don't need to spend all night talking about who's going to win the divisions. Uh, but, you know, just looking at – and we don't have to name all of them, but uh, obviously in the AFC, looking at the East Division, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that Dylan's probably the favorite there. I think Dylan will probably win that division this season. Yeah, I, I'll agree. Uh, I will agree. I think um, uh, I think it's going to be a tight race between him and Rob. But you know, um, to beat a man, you got to beat the man, and nobody's been able to beat the man. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Dylan. That's very true. That's very very true. I think Rob's going to compete a little bit, but you know he's he's still got to uh, he's still got to take down the champ if he wants to be respected uh, amongst his peers. Um, Outside of that, man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you my teams. Uh, I think Bryce comes back with the Chargers and takes the AFC West. Um, I'm gonna go with as bad as it pains me to say this. I'm gonna go with the Texans in the AFC South. I think the Colts are gonna be a close second. Uh, I, again, I think the Titans are very very capable of putting up ten or eleven. You guys may put in three teams to the to the playoffs this year with the. Uh, with the wild cards. I mean, we've seen that in the past. And, if, and of course, in AFC North, it's, it's a toss-up, but I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm taking my division back this year, and the Ravens are going back to the playoffs as a one seed, and that's just all there is to it. Um, well, mine's, uh, well, mine uh, differs a little bit. Uh, I do think the Texans will uh, make the playoffs. Um, whether it's the division or the wild card, um, I'm not going to count out um, Nick. You know, uh, he's proven that, you know, he could be a solid player. I just have to catch him um, when when I'm, you know, firing on all cylinders. Um, I will say that uh, I think Bryce is going to come back and, and take over his division. Um, that's no knock on Zach, but, you know, it's a uh, – it's really Bryce's division. Bryce, no, it's, Bryce is it's a really, really good player, and I think some guys may have forgotten just how good he is by the fact that he took a season off last season. But, but Bryce is – and Bryce is damn good. So, you know, they got to look for him. I agree. And, and Dalton, um, uh, like I said, with the, uh, with the AFC East, to beat a man, you got to beat the man. I know you're capable of doing it. Um, so, you know, just go ahead and prove me this season, uh, prove me wrong this season and, uh, take it. But uh, I think the wild card, uh, race is going to be really, really, uh, tough in the AFC, you know, um, with everybody, you know, not really having a huge lead in between, 
uh, the first place and, you know, second place in the division. So it's going to be a real tight, tight race. Every win will will count. You know, every loss will count. So, you know, everybody has the ball out. Absolutely. Um, moving over to the NFC, uh, I'm going to go with longtime favorite, longtime veteran, uh, J.J. Wilkinson with the Packers in the NFC North. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I normally say that Ronnie's probably the lock to win his division, but I'm going to go with Carrod uh, this season. I think Carrod's going to dominate with the Saints. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Ronnie had a big injury in his game last night. He lost Jameis Winston for the next four weeks, I think. So this first quarter of the season is going to be really, really key for Ronnie on whether or not he's going to be able to make a playoff run. So if he can hold things together with his backup – uh, and if he can just go two and two over that stretch, I think he'll be in good shape. Um, over in the East, Stanley won that division last year with the Cowboys. I'm going with my boy Cam because I think Cam's going to come in and win that division. Like I said, I think I think guys uh, may overlook him a little bit. He's a kid. He's young. He's new. Cam will absolutely punch you in the mouth and leave you laying. There's a reason why his nickname's Kryptonite Cam, and I think he's going to prove that this season. And over in the NFC West, I'm going to give the edge to my boy Bobby uh, with Nate running a close second. Uh, Bobby slips up, has a bad injury. Nate may run away with that division. Yeah, for me, um, NFC West, uh, I'm going to have to give it to the uh, 30-time division winner Bobby, you know, because he'll win the division, but beyond that, you know, I'm I'm not betting on him, but um, you know he'll he'll go ahead and <laughs> he'll take it. Uh, for the NFC North, uh, I'm gonna have to go with JJ. You know, um, until somebody can dethrone him, which I mean Lowry might. Uh, I'm at the roll with him. Um, I will go ahead and and put this out there, bold prediction. Um, I think only two teams out of the NFC South uh, make the playoffs this year. Uh, um, Stanley proved last year um, that, you know, he was a tough competitor. And um, I think Cam will come in there and uh, steal somebody's playoff spot. So if you want to ask me who's missing the playoff, I'm going to lean towards Ronnie. Um, I feel like Karad will be solid in the division. But um, Steven, you know, uh, back-to-back Super Bowl winner, I mean, he, he's proven that he could be dominant. He barely missed the playoffs last year, which, I mean, I don't understand how, but I think he'll go ahead and take the division back. And, uh, I think, you know. I, I think he missed some games. I think he had to give out some force wins due to his work schedule and stuff, and that really hurt him. I don't think it was the um, lack of being able to compete. I think he just had to give out some wins because he couldn't make some game time. So I, I look for Steven to be right back on top. Okay, well, yeah, then then that says it all. So, I guess for that last playoff spot, it's going to be a fight between uh, Ronnie and Karad. You know, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge uh, to Karad because you know there's talks around the league how he's a frustrating player to play against. Um, not taking anything away um, from Ronnie, but you know Ronnie, um, you know he has his woes too. He doesn't particularly like playing um, Steven. So, you know, I'm not sure if that will leak in the other games, but um, I, I'm going to say Karad will, uh, will edge it out for one of the playoff spots. Yeah, and and I think, uh, you know, sometimes guys just don't match up well with other guys, and it, that happens from Madden to Madden. But I think 
Stephen and the Panthers are a very tough matchup for Ronnie and the Buccaneers on this Madden. He just seems to give Ronnie fits. So if you couple the fact that Ronnie's got to play him twice with, with the big injury he's got to Jameis Winston right now, Ronnie could crumble and fall apart. Uh, that being said, I think Ronnie's the best football mind we have in this league. He's got tons of football experience, uh, four-year starter in college. He knows the game. So if anybody can fight through adversity and still find a way to win, it would be Ron. So I'll give him credit there. I agree. Um, going to wrap it up now. We're at the 24-minute mark, right? So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um we got a couple other good topics, a couple other good things that some guys threw at us. We'll hit those on next week's episode. Uh, Bobby should be back with me next week. Again, if you're interested in being a guest host on one of our episodes, hit me up. I'll let you know what app to pick up, uh, what to download, and, and how to get everything set up. Uh, game of the week for week two, I'm calling it right now. Ray Bailey, Nick Franklin, it's going to be a big one. Uh, Ray, thanks for stepping in for Bobby tonight. I appreciate you very much. Uh, uh, no problem. Hope you had a good time with me. Um, uh, tonight's episode brought to you by Ronnie Bowen for Commonwealth Attorney, Whitley County, Kentucky. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.